It's just gone nine minutes after six. And my market watcher for today is David Shapiro from Sasfin. David, what was your take on today's JSC performance? Uh, Tommy Sung said it in the introduction. <laughs> it's all about currencies. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing we can do to stop uh, the, the rand getting stronger. It's yeah. not really the rand getting stronger. It's the dollar getting weaker. Mm. And the pound also uh, heading in the wrong direction or down. Um, so that hurts our market. That affects us uh, in a big way. Um, talking about the pound, it, it popped under 130 against the dollar yesterday. It picked up because the dollar weakened. Mm. Uh, but, but overall, it's 1720 against the, uh, the rand. Yeah. Now, uh, Nastasia, remember when the SAB Miller deal was done, um, at that stage, the rand went up, I think, as high as 22, mm-hmm. or the pound went up uh, to almost 22 against the in, in the rand. So yeah. if you were going to get 44 <laughs> pounds, it's subsequently been lifted to mm-hmm. 45 pounds. That translated into the 900s you know, yeah. for SAB, 950, 980, 990. Today at mm-hmm. 1720, that translates into about uh, 7 778, 780 mm. and that. So people who've held on are crying, you know, foul, red card, yellow card, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what happens when currencies move. And that's had the same effect on a lot of our other shares that are listed here that have a, that have a heavy influence on where the index trades, mm. British American Tobacco, um, Richmond. Well, Richmond's more a Swiss share, but it is influenced by what's happening in that region. So... Mm-hmm. Um, Mediclinic, Bidcor, Steinhoff, all of those shares, Capco, Into, yeah. etc. And even our miners, um, Anglo-American and Billiton and Glencore mm-hmm. are all priced in pounds. And, of course, that hurts us, uh, you know, when we, when we translate. So it's been a tough time. I just want to call time out for the year. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> yeah, I just say it's enough. I, I, I'm not going to perform. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to perform under these circumstances. Very difficult to try and read where this, you know, where this goes to because it's uh, it's got nothing to do with the underlying fundamentals. The underlying fundamentals here mm. are are not that great, and that, and uh, you know, so you wonder why the rand is picking up like it is, and it is picking up because of our very high bond yields and. Mm. Uh, so a lot of complications and uh, uh, difficulties in understanding the dynamics of our markets at the moment. And um, Avenge warns of a mm. narrow loss. Mm. And at the mar- I suppose the share went up a little bit because they're saying that they're going to sell their loss-making assets. Mm. So I'm guessing people were a little excited about that. Mm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was looking at Avenge today because what they're doing is they're reducing their losses. But, you know, this is a share that's down tenfold. Mm-hmm. Tenfold from a couple of years ago, where it was trading in forty rand odd a share. Today, it's like four rand a share. It's a one and a half billion company, which mm. just shows you how much um, the infrastructure or non-infrastructure projects uh, have destroyed construction businesses and that. So it's a slight pickup, but from a very oversold and a very difficult position. And most of these construction companies are just hanging on by their nails, just trying to survive in, in, in difficult circumstances where mining, uh, you know, where, where mining slowed down considerably, so no new projects, and there's nothing coming out of government at the moment or not, nothing significant. So mm. uh, tough, tough time for, for all of them. And then there was the SENS announcement that Old Mutual has agreed to sell its Old Mutual Wealth Italy. 
mm-hmm. for about 278 million euros in cash plus interest. Well, it's all part of Bruce Hemphill's uh, mm. breakup of the of the business into four different units. Yeah. So they will get rid of non-performing or non-core assets eventually. Um, I can't remember what the four different units are. Mm. I don't want to make a fool of myself trying to remember <laughs> them. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's part of the strategy. You know, it's part of uh, where they want to go. They went overseas, expanded. Now they're mm. coming back to South Africa. It took them 10 years to, to get back to where they were 10 years ago. <laughs> On the side of that, well, mm. actually not really related to Old Mutual, there is the strike that's happening at ESCOM and then we also have the strike happening in the petrochemical sector between myself Where do you get all these stories from? <laughs> I, I read <laughs> I've got to give you the script next time Next time we have I've got to give you the script I don't okay. know yeah, I think we should swap roles I should be the market watch and you come sit here <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, I mean, the ESCOM strike, it's coinciding with about, I think, 15,000 workers in the petrochemical industry who are striking. Should we be worried? No. Yes. Well, I think we have to be worried. You know, every time the st- there is a strike, it takes away from um, added economic value. It, it hurts the economy. Mm. And the last thing you want to do is to get into a season where... Uh, uh, you know, we, where we see more strikes in yeah. industry. It, it means, you know, we're talking about loss of productivity mm. in, in the U.S. This creates loss of productivity and, of course, creates problems for businesses. So the more we can avoid strikes, uh, of course, the better. But it just seems to be just part of South African business life is that you've got to have strikes. So mm. that, we learn to live with it. But it's well, not good. Well, Ascom says that they do have contingency measures, so we shouldn't expect any load shedding or any kind of uh, <laughs> you laugh. But I'm I'm hoping that they're telling me the truth. I just want <laughs> petrol in my car. That's all. You know, petrol or electricity, you can survive without electricity. <laughs> I can survive. I've got a generator, but I can't survive without petrol in my car. I don't think anyone can. I mean, depending if you, even if you use public transport, you no, stuck at home. Got, you, still, you still got to put petrol in. Oh. Um, in terms of the RAND, mm. should we expect this performance to continue? Can I go it, on holiday at some can, point? It looks like the momentum is in its favor, mm-hmm. and you don't want to stop that. So we're not sure where this is going to end. It's pretty dramatic, and it's pretty steep. Yeah. Uh, in the same way as the RAND shot up from 14-odd to 17 and then has come back, mm. I would imagine we're going to find a level and then bounce up again. So. I wouldn't hold my breath, uh, uh, you know, for this to continue indefinitely. Yeah. But it could fall below 13. Looking at the way this momentum is going, mm. it's very difficult to call because we don't know where the dollar and where the pound is uh, going to yeah. stop. But, but there's been a big move into emerging markets and emerging market currencies. Mm. Both of those are up for, in, in the year. They're both, both markets are up about mm. 10%. So we've seen a, a 10% improvement from the lows of January. Yeah. And a 10% improvement in markets, in, in emerging markets from the low in January. David, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. That's David Shapiro from Sasfin.